Hi, this is Evie. And this is Chantel. And this, this is, is married, married to PTSD. PTSD. For a minute, I forgot what I was saying. I like that intro. Thank Normally you. we practice. We didn't practice. Nope. Um, so I literally just stopped us from talking because I'm like, if we're going to talk, we might as well just do it on yeah. the podcast no then because we're just going to say it twice. Um, but I was going to ask you, are you guys still going to Riverview? Yes. I'm sorry. I'm looking. We're at the school and uh, they're having fun out in the hallway with the lights. Um, yes. And um, what I wanted to get into so I don't forget about it mm-hmm. is you're going on a trip. Yes. Okay. So here's my problem. Um, <laughs> automatically has a problem. Which you just alluded to or like you gave. I mean, I get it. Okay. So here's the situation. My mom is turning 60. In a couple of weeks. Um, December 4th. Shout out, Terry. Um, But (laughs) we've literally been planning this since the summer. Right. Like, new clothes, new year, new her type situation. You know, all the things. And then one of my besties is coming, too. And she literally, this last Friday, she sent me her itinerary. (laughs) I'm so freaking excited. Okay, so here's my problem. So I'm leaving on Sunday and coming back on Friday. Oof, that's a long time. Which is a long time. Um, which Monday, my kids don't have school. Yeah. So they can really take care of themselves so Josh can work, mm-hmm. right? And then um, Tuesday, Josh would be doing carpet cleaning. So I have it worked out to where, oh, I'm trying to think. Yes. So Monday, Tuesday, he'd carpet clean. And then so I pretty much have it worked out to where, like, after school, like, my friend Cassie is going to pick all my kids up, mm-hmm. take them, or, well, I guess pick up the little two, and then take them back to her house for a while, and then she'll pick up Olivia because um, she has tutoring, and her daughter will be at the same school for cheer. So you have it all worked out. I, I have much. that day worked out, yeah. yes. But on Wednesday and Thursday, he's copying. Mm-hmm. And originally, he would have been done being a cop by now like oh yeah because he would have went straight and yes yeah and so I didn't really make it that big of an issue Mm -hmm. that you know I needed to figure out every single day and I still have two weeks to figure it out but he like does not want to help me out at all with the schedule and he's like well I thought you had it all figured out I'm like okay but what other family do we have here right my go-to people are my mom right and me she's going with me (laughs) and she's going with me and so I I don't think it's a big deal because Okay, I know it sounds really shitty, but I don't think it's a big deal for, like, he's literally worked there for seven years now, and he just started taking his sick leave and vacation time this year. Yeah. Like, the chief didn't even know how many hours he had built up of sick leave. He had over 500 to where um, he gave 240, like, donated it, because that was the max he could donate to a... um, dispatcher who is sick and still had 250 some hours left oh wow and so So he could use them to help out he could use them but his problem is that he doesn't want to affect somebody else's schedule which i get yeah like i get that about him but okay so i think that he should take off wednesday and thursday because he can be with his kids and pick them up, take them to school, do all the things. Because I'm not going to have anybody take the kids to school. Right. So that being said, then on Tuesday and Friday, I wouldn't, because he's doing carpet cleaning, I need him to, like, change his hours for that mm-hmm. because he doesn't have any bookings yet. Yeah. So just 
say you're only available like an hour later. Right. So you can take the kids. Yeah. Which, so I don't think that's because I would do those things in a heartbeat. Like I wouldn't even think about it. Yes. So your point is. But you don't have to live by routine. I know. But. You're throwing his routine off. And that, not taking any hours or messing. Like that seems like he really is a routine person. I know. So they get snarky when you mess with their. Holidays mess with their routines and they get snarky. I know. So like I, in a few times I've been like. I don't want to talk about this yet. Like, I want you to look at a calendar yeah. because he needs to physically see it yeah. in order to think about it. Can Otherwise, you just make him an agenda and then be like, here you I go. I literally, oh, here girl, you go. <laughs> girl, I. This is what you're going to follow. Okay, so that I. That might help. I, well, I have. I have I, some freezer meals ready to go. Yeah, which we have that whole freezer full of things. No, but like the meals, like just put this in the crock yeah. pot. No, like we have all of that stuff yeah. already. Okay. Like situated. And he's good. <sighs> Right? I know. That would be very easy. Um, I'll have to. I was going to see if I could find what I've been working on because I've literally been working on. Okay, no offense, but this is hard for dad's period. <sighs> oh, I know. I know, I know. I know. Dad's struggling with PTSD. Okay, but I get it. But it's also not fair. Like, you only call the moms when you, need, you know, call the dad. I know. And so I need, like, I just need him to physically see it. And then also, like, what pisses me off is that. Can you just tell him how important it is to you? It doesn't matter because nice he thinks that I don't think what he does. Like, but I do. I think that he gives like everything to the family. But yeah. I, like, I need him to stop because he's doing too much mm-hmm. and he's being a jerk to us because he's there and we're the only ones he can take it out on. Oh yeah. And he's working six days a week, and then on Sundays he goes to the gym and then church, and we go see his mom, mm-hmm. and then we watch football. Yeah. Like, so he He's has worn no out. time off. Yeah. And so... Um, I tell him this doesn't last forever. It'll pass. Well, and that's, like, I don't... Like, I want him to have those two days off also. Yeah. So, yes, that he can help with the kids, but also breathe. Yeah. Can you and tell him that? I, tell him like that. I feel like I have, but maybe... No, you're saying... Put it in an agenda. Be like, this is your breathing time. This Sometimes is where you just breathe. see that So, I did... I have started making a calendar, like, with... Like, it literally dumbs every single thing down. Like, it's, like, um, you know, like, Tyson, and it'll say, like, has wrestling after school. And he will get there from taking the bus from the yeah. high school to Heritage. Olivia, she will have Can tutoring. you add his, like, you go to I did. the gym? I did. I literally <laughs> have that on there. Um, so I just need to fine-tune that and then sit down with him and show him. I'm curious how, how it goes. Like, on the I next know. podcast, I'm like, okay, how did the agenda go? Because I, I might use an agenda, but I never go anywhere. I'll have to show you. Like, I'll text you what I have so far, though, but when I get home. But it is, like, I'm just stressed out because if he's miserable, he's going to make, even if he finally reluctantly goes with my plan, mm-hmm. then he's going to be miserable and then makes me miserable while I'm gone. Yeah. And, like, I can't even so send So you have pictures. to talk it out all now. You can't I wait know. till the last second before you leave. I know. And you get it all planned out. I think it'll help if you come at him with a plan. Yes. Well. An organized plan. Yeah. And then, well, we got into it last night because he, okay, so yesterday, his oh oh I forgot on Sundays we have now been hiking. Okay. And um, I'm jealous. That's I awesome. hate it. Oh. Um. He loves it, but I go because <laughs> it's mine. He's like, you want to hike? I'm like, what? No, what? No. Like he, I have a treadmill. Oh my gosh! I know. Well, anyway, so he loves it and he wants to go every Sunday. But yesterday was cold, and so I'm like, I have a list. I was of, hunting yesterday. I don't know. Okay. I don't do that. All right. So, anyways, we did go. And we went in the later part of the day, like at 2.30 or so. It was warmer. And it, so, also, not only do we do these hikes, but then in the middle, we stop. So, 
So Josh has a survival. Into what? I'm telling you. Okay. Oh, we have all four kids. Oh, oh, um, I thought it was just you and him no, hiking. Nope. It's a whole family situation. Okay. And so he has a survival book, and then he goes and reads a chapter of the book, and it sounds so silly, but he loves it, and so I so love you it. You have to love it. Yeah. No, it's fine. And then so he then gives us like a little mini class on yeah. whatever book it is. And then guess what we did yesterday, which was amazing. How to build a fire. We bought it. We did. <laughs> did you? We did. Didn't we love it? Number one survival. Have you ever my, seen Castaway? I have my six-year-old with us right now. And she, did you end up getting it? Did you just got sparks? But we had a flint and then Josh even a teeny tiny little sparks. But then um, we even brought lint. He likes this. He loves it. Well, I was, keep this up. This was like an hour though of this like little class and the fire thing because everybody wanted to try it. So what? Then it started getting dark, Evie. Okay. And we were only halfway through survival. This hike. Survival. It was, it was dark cold. and cold. Yeah. And so I wanted to make sure that we get back to the car. And so that we. So I started making it. nervous. Yeah, because I started getting nervous, and I was like, "We need to go." So then he was mad that I was like rushing him, but I was like, "I get it. Like that's frustrating. And I was trying not to." But it's getting dark. Like, literally, the sun <laughs> is below the trees right now, and we have only made it halfway through the hike. So it was nerve-wracking. And then cold, which irritates me, because I think I'm allergic to it. You okay. You're in the wrong state. No, for sure. Um, but that sounds like it's a happy place. You're going to have to enjoy that a little bit more. No, I know. I'm going to... Find a heated vest. When it's... I have a heated coat, so I will Love take it. it from now on. Yeah. Um... But then I feel bad because, like, the kids are freezing. I'm like, listen, you should have dressed warmer. <laughs> you said you were going to be warm. And then, okay, then Thanksgiving is coming up in a couple of days. But it really doesn't affect us because he works, and he doesn't give a shit about holidays anyways. And it's so sad because, like, we used to have, like, the biggest family events, but his family has completely, like, disintegrated. And so it's literally nobody. And if we don't go get his mom from the nursing home, then she doesn't leave the nursing home. And, um... Keep talking. Yep. Okay. Um, so... I know it sounds really shitty, but I don't feel like this should be my job is to 100% take care of her, which I know sounds shitty, but she has three kids and I feel like her three kids can somehow figure it out, but it ends up being my issue. And so I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do, but I think since Josh works, I'm taking the kids to the movies for Thanksgiving. And we're going, tomorrow night, we're going to one of the other cops um, is having, like, a big old shindig. And so we're going to go to that tomorrow night. And then, so it's really funny because I'm, like, talking, like, I'm talking to Evie, but she keeps on running out to the hallway and teaches the kids and tells them to be quiet. So I'm just sitting here talking to myself. All right, I'm back. Um... So what I was saying, Evie, is that tomorrow night we're celebrating Thanksgiving with another cop and, like, other cops and yeah. their families. And then, but tomorrow... Like a Friendsgiving. A Friendsgiving-ish, yeah. Um, or within Thursday, I'm taking the kids to the movies. And um, our, our dynamic has changed, too. Like, we lost my mother-in-law, mm-hmm. and so the family is very weird. And our, and our family, like, the kids are getting older, and they're going to their girlfriend yeah. and boyfriends. And so we're struggling with... It's hard, yeah. It's change. weird, yeah. It's very weird. So I, I was like, scrap the whole thing. We're yeah. going to Branson. And no, we, we all liked it. Our child did not. <laughs> she likes tradition, so. Right. Well, so I think last <clears throat> time we talked about the weddings. My brother-in-law got married. Um, that was a shit show. Um, they're fine. And 
She's cussing. I'm telling her something. She's fine. Um, so Josh was in the wedding. Yeah, you said it was a good time. My kids were in the wedding. Yeah. I was not. You weren't in the wedding. Even supposed to be. At the wedding? Like I didn't, like I wasn't invited to the night before, like the rehearsal thing. Oh. I was asked not to come. And then the day. To your brother's? In-law. In-law, okay. And then um, the next day at the wedding, mm-hmm. my kids are in the wedding. My two youngest kids were in the wedding. And I was told not to come early for pictures. Only Josh will be bringing a little too. Like, it was ridiculous. So, anyways, skip oh, to wow. the next weekend was okay. my brother's wedding in Nebraska. Yeah. And Josh came. And this is the, let's see, maybe sixth time, sixth time that he's came with me in 19 years. Yeah, we talked about this on the yeah. podcast. Yeah, okay. Well, Don't it was amazing. Oh, good. I'm glad you had fun. Did we talk after the wedding or before the wedding? No, I think it was before. It was before. Yeah, so this is my update. No, I thought, I swear you said you had a great time. I don't know. I did have a great time, though. We talked about it after. I don't know. It was amazing, and Josh had fun, and I had fun. Yeah, because sometimes you just need... Yeah, just get out. To be out of your environment. I don't know. So... We always have fun once we're there. It's the the change and the leading up to, and things get snarky, and I'm like, once we get there, it'll be great. But then I'm also... Okay, so back to the Florida thing. I'm also kind of nervous because... Josh. She's doing all the talking I on this am. podcast. Have you, you noticed usually this? It's very the, meme-y. Whatever. Okay. You usually I'm still do it listening. all. listening. Yes. Okay, so. You're upset about what about <laughs> Well, okay, because Josh doesn't have the best relationship with my older two kids. Because um, he's a disciplinarian? Yes. Okay, so that's. And you're the friend. Yes. Okay, but I did explain to him today because we had this whole thing this morning. Can you not color so hard, please? <laughs> She's coloring so hard. I'm not getting stuff. And so my problem is. If he's going to be too hard on them when I'm gone. Yeah. But also, they are messing with you, Evie. I know. Keep going. But also. (laughs) But also, so, okay, so we had this whole situation this morning, um, and I told him that maybe the reason I am playing friend is because he disciplines so hard, and so I feel like I have to, like, even it out. And so that's just kind of where I'm stuck at. Like, how, like, where is the fine line between, because if he's so hard on them, then I need to be so not hard on them. Oh, I know. You parent on a guilt. I do it too. And I don't, but I don't know how to fix it. And it bothers him. Like, that's one of our biggest So you guys need to communicate right that, because I will communicate that with mine. I'm like, uh, I parent on a guilt. I know this. I know I need to step up. I get it. Trust me. I don't me. know how to step up. And I don't want to if it's going to be, like, I don't want to. But I also have to, com- like, put out a productive member of society with my child. Yeah. So it's up to me. You're the mom. You have to. Mm-hmm. Okay. So next time, maybe we'll, or hopefully, well, I guess, I don't know. If we'll well, maybe we can talk then. about um, parenting out of guilt. Anybody out uh, there do the same thing that we're doing? Yes, because I feel like with his PTSD and stuff, like, it's, like he just overdoes it. So yes. I have to underdo it on the other side yeah i'm with you trust okay. me i think i think that people listening that is a a very common thing that we haven't ever discussed yeah i think it's complete i please email in let us know if you so are i can tell my husband it's normal parenting out of guilt because i know i do it i've recognized it right away obviously you do we can't be the only ones no please help us help us. we're asking for your help so, on that one yeah i don't know so hopefully we can sit down and look at the calendar, and then he'll realize that I'm not doing this to him. 
I'm doing this for him. We'll definitely have a big update over this agenda. Oh my gosh. Okay. If he only knew how much was writing on his Oh my gosh. Response we will agenda. not have a podcast if you don't give us never mind. Okay. Okay, so we have a big email, a longer one. Yes. Um, wait, is this the one that said don't share this? Hold on. Pretty sure it is. Is it? Uh, who's it by? Oh, no, it's not. Just okay. Mm. Okay. She, I am doing like a little glance. glancing because we've done the whole cold read. I'm trusting her glance because this will be a cold read for me. This isn't the one that said she can completely relate to me, is it? No. Because I wanted to read oh, that Oh, yeah. One. Actually, I think it is. <gasps> yes. Um... I don't think it is. Oh, wait. No, it's not. Oh, she pulled up an old email. Oh, wait. Email. And watch, because it does have her husband's name. So. Okay, so I'll watch what I'm saying. Yeah. Hopefully. Okay, let's. Okay, so um, we're thinking of a nickname for you really fast, because we're doing this on the fly at wrestling practice. Um, KM. Okay, let's go with it. KM. This is KM. KM. Uh, it says, Evie and Chantel, I don't know where to begin. Oh, gosh, where's that part? I just started listening to your podcast, Married to PTSD, earlier this month. By the end of the first episode, I almost, I'm almost in tears from feeling so validated. I never in a million years thought I would, be, would find people who actually understand what it's like to be with a combat veteran who has PTSD. My husband <laughs> is an OIF combat veteran, infantry army. I don't come from a military family at all, besides grandparents. So when we got together, I knew very little about the military experience. Mm -hmm. Comes from a military family, so it's just a way of life for them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Using that name a lot here. Mm -hmm. Can you just me J? No, it's going to be a mm. <laughs> Had been out of the Army and National Guard for about three years before we met. When we first moved in together, I was um, at adamantly naive about PTSD. Oh, sure, I get it. Mm -hmm. But I quickly realized that our relationship wasn't like everyone else's or like any relationship I've ever been in before. <laughs> I noticed that he leaned heavily on me for emotional support and being an empathetic person, which is weird because I'm not, so I don't know how I got pulled into this. Um, I never minded listening to his stories, his feelings, etc. Several times he would tell me, oh, that's it, I have a Marine. They don't talk about feelings. <laughs> and it's not fair for me to be his therapist, and I understand what he meant but at that time I was the only person he could talk to about these things so I tried to be a rock the rock he needed fast forward a few years and we're married now we both advanced in our careers and moved in to another state for work and it seemed like starting new in a cool place where we knew no one would be an exciting adventure it was around this time that mm, anger seemed like it had been turned up a notch he started getting mean during arguments yes I know that one like really mean mm -hmm. yeah he would go from zero to 60 in no time, and it could be over the most um, idiotic things. He would say hurtful things to me during arguments, things that he knew would cut deep. Oh, yes, ma'am, I know those. One night, he threw a plate of food against the wall. I forgot why he was even upset, and I left the apartment in tears to call my best friend from my hometown because I didn't know who else to call. It was around this time that I became aware of how isolating it can it is to be with someone with PTSD. I called my best friend frantic and sobbing, and she let me cry it out and talk with her, but I knew she had concerns about my safety and about if he would hit me or if he was safe living with if it was safe living with him. That concern I felt from her almost made me not ever want to talk about PTSD symptoms with my family again. And I know that one, sister, mm -hmm. because I immediately felt like they were judging him. Yep. 
hmm, has never put his hands on me. Well, I know he never would. It's hard to explain to family that you know he wouldn't hurt you when he just threw a plate against the wall and you're cry- a crying mess. I mean, have you heard my first I was going to say, has, does that sound familiar? He threw a hamburger, but I'm talking like this. You are not. I why do you was. think I that? I don't know why I was. No, you're a psycho. Um, yeah, I get it. Like, I get it. And I couldn't even tell you for the life of me. It was like the most ridiculous thing why you did that a a few more years later and we moved into a new house by this time i realized he uses alcohol to numb his ptsd symptoms that's very common who doesn't this (laughs) this is interesting because every time he takes a break from alcohol he seems so much happier calmer and able to sleep well and able to deal with his anger a little better we've had several conversations about his alcohol use and how it makes him feel even more isolated unfortunately i feel hesitant to talk anymore about these struggles because he perceives judgment on what you have mentioned in your podcast what judgment people who will just tell me to pack it up and leave oh yes he started an antidepressant to help with anger issues and turn and it turns out that he is one of the small percentages of people who absolutely lose their mind uh yes on these antidepressants ssri antidepressants yep i get that i have never been so afraid for him as I was during the 10 months he was on the antidepressants. I have no doubt that if he did not have me for several months, his brain was going haywire and he would be another statistic. Exactly why I don't like the pills. He has since come off the medication and is seeing a therapist every two weeks for his PTSD, but he is now pretty adamant that he will never take another medication for behavior or depression. I get it. I'm with him. Watching him. Pause okay. real quick. She's not. She's opposite of me. Well, yes, but um, so I know last time that we had talked about um, Josh going off his medication and oh, yeah. not telling me. Yeah. Still not on it. And so I think that has a lot to do with everything. And then he gets mad when I bring up that he's not on medication. And so, but I wonder if I can be like, listen, if you, because if this is working for her, well, I mean, let's finish the email, but like talking to somebody every two weeks, mm-hmm. I feel like that there has to be some kind of outlet. Yeah. Something. And being like fighting me and the kids, not. Yeah. Okay, continue. Um, <laughs> watching him go from someone who seemed to have handled on, on his, oh wait, to seem to have a handle on his mental state when we met, to someone, oh, I keep losing my place, completely out of control of his temper and emotions was heartbreaking and devastating. I gave him unconditional love and support during the time, and even though we aren't out of the woods, I don't think we ever will be. You won't. I feel like we understand each other and our roles and our relationship a lot better. I figured out new ways to communicate with him to make sure his he understood how concerned I was, how his PTSD affects us as a unit, and how important it is for him to keep fighting to feel better. Okay, I need you to tell me what you figured out because that's where we are right now, and I need to know what these secrets are. Um, just the communication. Uh, but it's so hard. They have to be open to the And sometimes he's not. I'm just blurting these things out, but eventually he comes around and he's listening. Yeah. And then we can talk about it calmly. I now know when is not a good time to talk right. to him. I know. Um, but yeah. That's what, so I said, so how she had said that she, like, like he'll say hurtful things or whatever. So last night I was kind of like at that point to where I was like, because... Were you saying hurtful things? I would say, yeah. I was like, nobody likes you. <laughs> I meant, like, me and my kids. Because all we do is fight. And it's not true. I was just trying to hurt him. And Did you go sucked. back and say that? Say, I'm sorry, it's not true. This morning we talked about okay, it, yes. Um, that helps. But, like, he went to bed last night and he was so pissed. And he's like, I'm done. I'm, and I'm like, I get it. Like, I don't know how to fix this. But, I mean, today we talked about it and we're going to talk about it more. But I, like, the communication is just so hard right now. 
Yeah. But also, we and have no time together. Well, that's hard And I too. think that has a lot. That's like, a huge part in it. Yes, because he works all the time. And then, he, like, on his last day, we spend, like, his, on Sundays, we spend together. As, like, with everybody, though. But yeah. we don't have any time just him and I. Yeah. Ever. You gotta make that. I know. It's just so hard whenever you're constantly busy and doing work and... Well, I think the communication helped with us because I was always open to, like, hey, you have problems. <laughs> Let's talk yeah. about these. And I think he finally figured out, like, hey, this is what I don't like about you. I was yeah. not receptive to that at first. Right, I'm like, right. excuse me? I know. I am perfect in this relationship. And that's where I'm at right now. I know. And I'm not, and I wasn't, and it was hard to swallow. It still is yeah. when he brings up things because his I, are so obvious. Yes, that's I don't where, feel like mine are. Yeah. And I but feel like that that's, where, that's where I am right now. And so... And when he sees me working on it, it mm-hmm. makes him want to work on it. Yeah. Because I'm like, oh, that bothers you? My perfectness My perfectness? It's not. Oh. It's not. I have my annoying things. And I have my things that I don't do great as a wife. Like, I think it's just a married couple. Yeah. And I mean, and you guys have seen us, like, also go through, like, seasons. Like, some days, like, we're really good. Yeah. And right now, Josh and I are not. And, but I mean, we will be fine, yeah. but it's just like, we just have to get over this like hump of mm-hmm. stress and life is so busy yeah. and all of that jazz. Oh no, I'm with you. I don't know where I was at because this is tiny print and I had a finger and I've been talking and I've been moving my finger. <laughs> um, okay. So I figured out a new way to communicate with him to make him sure he understood how concerned I was, how his PTSD affects us as a unit and how important it is for him to keep fighting to feel better, whether that is therapy, a break from alcohol, or just going for a walk to clear his head. Yeah, mine does much better in the gym. If he has gym time, yes. he's good. Josh needs that, but he has so little time yeah. that it's hard for him to even get there. I'm sure. And so, like, Sundays for sure are his day that he's going to the gym. Um, I really seemed to respond. He really seemed to respond positively when I pushed the idea that we are a team and we both need to take care of ourselves so we can take care of each other. It seems now that he is more mindful about his emotions, but I still... but still has problems identifying them in the moment oh yeah so i'm very hopeful that he continues with his therapy i know all this sounds bleak and to be honest i'm not even sure why i'm writing other than to reach out and tell you that i exist and that listening to your podcast has made me feel less um, invisible and alone because people who aren't in our shoes really have no idea what it's like to have ptsd present in your daily life even after all the things I just mentioned, even throughout this struggles, I have no intentions of leaving him. He is my best friend, and I want to be there for him to help him, to help see him through everything. But sometimes I just feel helpless. It helps me a lot to hear your comments about good days and bad days and appreciating the good days when they're there and dealing with the bad days when they happen. PTSD is such a complex issue with far reaching roots that seems to sink in every aspect of our life and I cannot express my gratitude and appreciation for your both creating a forum where people like us can connect and share our stories yes that is exactly why we did this because I, I was like tired like, of being alone sometimes do you feel like whenever we're reading these emails that like it specifically talks to you yeah because like, I'm like this is, is like, why we did it yeah this is like literally like what I'm going through right because now. this helps like on my bad days I'm like oh yeah remember yeah mk or KM, she said this, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's my, we're, I'm not the only one doing this. Yeah. So this is one of those situations that I feel like other people really can't understand unless they have been in themselves, and it makes me feel hopeful to know there is a community of people out there who are willing to listen and lift each other up. Thank you for all that you are doing, and keep up the great work. Take care, KM. So I love that you um, were able to share your story with us. Yes. And I can relate to your story. 
yeah, very much. I'm in it right now. And if you come up with more communication tips, let me know. Because I don't know how to do it. Um, I think it also helps with your veteran, like, um, to start identifying those triggers or... Yeah. And not even triggers, just they can feel themselves whelming up. Right, but I also feel like, like, I'm, like, in a new season because now he's non-medicated... And, but he's not going to the gym for that outlet. Yeah. And so I even suggested, like, what if you just go back on medication until you – because it works for us. Mm-hmm. Like, it works – it doesn't make him a zombie. It just makes him not react the way he does. Yeah. And – You have peace in your house. Yeah. And right now we don't have that. And so if he is able – like, maybe, like, if he did it until, um, like, until he quit being a cop. You know, and had one job mm-hmm. instead of two and working nonstop. Yeah. But he doesn't want to do that. And so it's just like, so this is just a new season where I need to try to figure out how to communicate with him while fighting the other battles, I guess. I know. I remember sitting there like on our, around one of our just rockiest, worst parts and I mean, just something as simple as sitting in a restaurant and looking at the other people next, like, married couple. I and I'm thinking, their life can't be like this. Yeah. Like, I just wanting peace that bad. Yeah. Not even knowing if I can survive the next outburst or what. Not like something's going to happen to no, me, but right. just emotionally yeah. surviving Yeah, no, I'm, I'm um, just like Cam where, like, Josh has never put his hands on me and... Like, it's never been like that. And so it's hard to explain to people who haven't gone through it. Like, no, it's fine. And I know nothing's going to happen. Yeah. So I get that part, too. Well, um, thank you for writing in. And the next time we have this other email that I'm so excited to read because oh my she's, gosh. I kind of glanced over her a little. And with, I was like, oh, she can totally relate to Evie. Evie. Blah, blah, blah. I was like, yes, we're reading Anyways, this well, I can so relate to she, <laughs> she hands me this email. <laughs> I did not mean to do that <laughs> All right, guys. Not that we didn't love you. No. I very... You know what? It's because God makes things happen for a reason. I know. And this was put here... Believer, even though on it purpose. wasn't about me. This it was, was all about Chantal It wasn't time. about me. It just uh, resonated with me. Yeah, I get it. So um, things just happen. And remember to write in if you want to share. And also, um, if you parent out of guilt, let us know. Yes. Because... We, we feel we do, and we'd like to hear some information from you guys. Um, and that's at marriedtoptsd at yahoo.com. So. Have a great Thanksgiving, guys. Yes, have a blessed Thanksgiving. Bye, guys. Bye.